0: Howdy, hello, and welcome to episode 72 of Fat Love Talk here on the podcast. I just want to take a minute and say thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who's listening and supporting the podcast. I really, really appreciate it that you are giving me the chance to be a part of your day, to be a part of your world, even if you follow my podcast. I I just want to say thank you to every single one of my listeners um, we got a good episode today here on 72. Uh, I wanted to talk about um, just one thing. It may not be a long podcast, which probably is for the better, because <laughs> I can ramble, and I probably still will, um, but uh, I've been watching this this Peacock TV um, original show called Heart to Heart, where Kevin Hart interviews um, people, and it's like a, a real conversation over a glass of wine. And he thinks that, you know, the best conversations happen over a glass of wine. And you can really, you know, have a real conversation that way. And while I, uh, you know, I kind of agree with that format. Sure, I don't really drink a lot of wine myself personally. But I love the show. He's interviewed uh, Miley Cyrus. He's interviewed uh, Cameron Diaz. He's interviewed Don Cheadle. He's interviewed a lot of people. Nick Cannon was a really good episode. I, I just, I really find it fascinating Um, all the people that he's interviewed, um, and I kind of binged it. I found out about his show, um, I would want to say about a month ago and then kind of was like in the back of my mind, like, yeah, I'll check that out at some point because I do like Kevin Hart. Um, but I didn't really, I don't use the Peacock TV app that often. I don't pay for it. So I get the free version and there's really not a lot of reasons for me to do that with Netflix and Hulu, um, and Disney plus kind of pulling at me a little more intensely than another app that I could use, right? So, I didn't get around to it. However, recently I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and check it out. And so I did. I pulled up uh, the first episode, and I I found out very quickly that I was going to get hooked. Um, something to know about me, I, I don't like watching like interviews sometimes. It, it really is hit or miss for me. But it's also very much about the presentation and the topic of conversation, right? So with Kevin Hart's show, here Heart to Heart, you kind of find out very quickly that it's not like other talk shows. It's not scripted. Everything is just off the cuff. And I love that format. That's kind of how I do my podcast. So that's why I can relate to it so well and I think it's so wonderful Um, obviously if I had a video version and, you know, some guests on my podcast more frequently, then I would be, you know, I would be a lot happier with my podcast, but I'm not going to hate it for what it isn't. I'm going to love it for what it is. And it's my, my beautiful, you know, crafted masterpiece and I'm going to keep evolving it and growing it. And hopefully, you know, one day it'll, you know, take me somewhere you know, and that's kind of the goal I, I love it. It's a hobby for right now, and I'm passionate about it. That's enough for me. um and I love that Kevin Hart kind of just has the the creativity and the means to kind of do that same thing. so i I just I really respect the idea and I love the the concept. So he had an episode where he was talking to Brian Cranston, and they did mention their movie The Upside, which by the way, guys, is a fabulous movie you if you haven't seen the upside. It's on Hulu, and it's part of the subscription. You can just watch it. That's where I saw it, and it was phenomenal. I wish I had seen it sooner because it's actually a very, very good movie. Brian Cranston is a fabulous actor, and Kevin Hart did a wonderful job. So, um, Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart were talking, right? And I want to say about the middle or about the third, three-fourths of the way through, right? Um, Brian Cranston and they were talking... And they differed in this opinion, but Brian Cranston stated that the first quarter of your life is from birth to age 20, and the second quarter, age 20 to 40, third quarter, 40 to 60, and then the fourth quarter of your life is 60 to 80, because realistically, he said not many people live past 80, so it's more realistic to see things as, you know... 20s you know every 20 so Kevin Hart disagreed and he said it was birth to 25 25 to 50 50 to 75 and then 75 to 100 Um, but that's when Brian Cranston came back with like who do you know that lives to 100 how many people do you know that live to 100 so really if you're you know 100 you're in you know overtime and well that's that's a whole different ball game right So I just wanted to kind of give my two cents here because I did just turn 28 in July. And if that is to be true and you, you know, think about it and you're realistic about your life, that means I spent the first quarter of my life not really doing a whole lot, right? I spent my first 20 years uh, growing up, going to school, um, attending college for a semester and a half and then not, Continuing with that and then just working. And now here I am, 28 in the second quarter of my life. Because I personally, I agree with Brian Cranston's metric a little bit better because I do believe I will not make it to 80 years old. I don't know that I want to, (laughs) in all honesty, but I know that I will probably not make it to 80. You know, albeit I die, or albeit the rapture happens, or albeit something else altogether uh happens you know we're in a modern technology where car accidents happen and and technology malfunctions in a critical way you know you never know it's going to happen every single day is a gift and you got to you got to live your life to its fullest and i had not been doing that for the first quarter of my life now from 20 to 28 i will say this things got better but not until about 25 okay so stick with me here, 20 to 25, I would say I was still kind of a bum, kind of was going through the motions, didn't really give too much of a care about really anything, right? So I kind of just felt like I exist, I will die, that's that. Nobody will remember me, you know? A hundred years after I passed away, everybody that knew me or knew of me will also be passed away, and my memory will then die with them. Um, now, I mean, now that I wanna be immortalized, or well-known, or forever remembered, or in some sort of history book of some kind, but I, I just, I wanna at least, at the base, bottom line, leave this life a little bit better than when I got here, and I wanna contribute to that, right? Whether or not I get remembered is irrelevant, okay? You know, the earth and the planet and the, the, the rotations. And you can say what you want about what you want, but me personally, I don't, I don't want to leave the earth, you know, worse off than when it got here with me. So I want to at least contribute to the good, right? So from 25 to 28, I've been, you know, not actively, but I've been acknowledging my own existence in a little more of a capacity that was relevant. I would probably say more, 26 to 28 if I'm being honest um, But I wanted to go on fives here So that's why I rounded down um, So I'm in the second quarter of my life According to Brian Cranston And it's interesting To think that Well crap A quarter of my life is over gone behind me Never getting that back Time slows down for nobody And it never will So what I the whole concept of why I wanted to do this episode was kind of just to talk about that and to give my two cents basically and and if you if you have never listened to Fat Love Talk podcast if you are a new listener i applaud you for picking this episode because cuz i'm going to get pretty deep and talk about my personal life and kind of discuss things in a deeper format Um, One thing you'll know about me very quickly If you go back to old episodes You listen to some Um, First thing you'll notice is some of the episodes are missing That's not a problem, I know about that And it's because I can't put music on my podcast I learned that the hard way Uh, So that's not going to happen again The second thing you're going to notice Is that I like to ramble right? I ramble, I go off tangent I start talking about something Kind of take a left somewhere along the way And get lost And I have to kind of use GPS to navigate back to the path I was originally on and sometimes the GPS can't even help me and I'm just I'm just lost I start over from a new topic Um, and the third thing you're gonna notice is that I'm consistent in my beliefs I'm very open I share that I'm also I'm not pushy about it you know I believe what I believe and I leave it at that you know you can agree you can disagree I respect everybody the same um, it doesn't matter who you are or any of your your background. You know, I at the baseline I don't know you so I respect you from the start. You give me a reason for that opinion to go up or down but You know, that's just who I am. I'm very accepting. I'm a very kind of person um, By nature, you know, and it goes against how I was well it doesn't go against how I was raised but it goes against kind of a lot of things that have happened to me have made me less trusting of people and yet I still choose that you know I should trust people and I know that so I give everybody the benefit of the doubt even though you know in the back of my mind I know I shouldn't or I think rather that I shouldn't and so yeah I'm just going to say that up front if you are familiar with my podcast, then you already know that I just went off on a huge tangent and why I did that because it's a common occurrence and you expect that from me. You probably have this podcast. If you're listening on a platform at like 1.2 speed instead of regular normal speed, because you know, I'll ramble for a little bit and that'll keep the podcast from (laughs) droning a little bit too long. So, um, let's get back on topic here. Um, navigate myself back. Um, I've, been working on myself ever since most importantly or most recently i started working on myself because i'm no longer single right i have my girlfriend jennifer and i love her very very much and i'm willing to do pretty much anything you know to make my relationship work because that is my priority and it's made me a better person and a better man we were friends for like five six years Before we even started dating, you know, Uh, call it me being shy, call it, you know, nobody brought it up, you can say what you want. But I feel like because of our friendship being for half a decade, um, beforehand, it set us up with a foundation of trust and it set up with a foundation of acceptance. I'm not afraid to talk to Jennifer. I'm not afraid to share things with Jennifer. Um, obviously I have a very, very different sense of humor. Um, I have a very, very different um, taste in music a lot of the time. We do like a lot of the same stuff, and we do like a lot of the same humor, but there are just certain, you know, expected relational differences. So, you know, that aside, we knew that going in, and I think that we're stronger and better because of those differences and because we had that friendship to kind of hold us up. And it's made things even better, and I never, ever, 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 want to go back i am so happy and thankful for her i thank god every single night i'm laying in bed i'm looking at the ceiling in the darkness you know and i'm praying to him and i'm just like yo, know thank you thank you so much for the blessings that i've been given i went to bed with a roof over my head i went to bed with the with a woman that loves me very deeply i went to bed knowing that i am cared for and accepted in every capacity i can be vulnerable With her I can be honest with her I am not scared of saying how I feel in a situation and if I am scared I tell her when I say something because I want her to know full transparency I'm a little scared to tell you this but or I want to be honest with you so and I share whatever it is whatever the conversation is or wherever it's going and I think that's so 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 important Because I've been in a lot of relationships, not just, you know, romantic, just like friendships. I've been in a lot of general relationships with other people where there was not that level of trust and communication. And I had very high barriers and walls. And it's for a good reason. I mean, I am going to be talking eventually to a professional about this to work things out. Um, But I'm very guarded for a reason. I have a lot of reasons to be guarded. And so that being said, it's just kind of a breath of fresh air. You know, I I always felt like I was underwater. Everything was, was murky, you know, and I was coasting through life, but now I have a partner who will pull me out of that and say, Hey, it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling. Just be open with me. Be honest with me. Tell me how you're feeling and communicate. That's, that's all she asks of me. But the baseline is just be honest with me. You know, let me know how you're feeling and what I can do to help you. And that's honestly, quite honestly, the best <laughs> the best feeling in the world to have um, with a partner because I've never, ever, ever had that with a friendship or with a relationship especially. So that's uh, just a breath of fresh air. And if, you know, things work out the way that you know we both want them to, then I'll have somebody to spend the whole second half of my life with, um, because I am in, like I said earlier, the second quarter and, um, Brian Cranston is in the sixties. I did not know that. Um, so he was talking about how he's in, you know, the fourth quarter of his life because he's like 61 or 62. I think he said, and, uh, Kevin Hart is, I think 40, Forty something? I don't know. Kevin Hart's—I thought he was in his thirties, but I I think I'm wrong. I think he was in his forties, and it it was wild to me that life just goes by so fast, right? Time just goes by so fast, and if you don't, you know, keep an eye on it, keep a track on it, then it's gonna, it's gonna get out of your grasp and just keep on going, right? So it's wild to think that I've spent twenty-eight years. Like 28, like that's <laughs> that's literally almost three decades on this planet, right? So I just kinda have to stop for a second and remember, hey, life's moving so fast, why don't we just slow it down and enjoy what we have right now? And I do that a lot of the time when, especially, these are just great examples uh, when I bring up Jennifer because there are so many I could give. Um, when I'm spending time with Jennifer, um, right now when it's, you know, like the weekend or maybe it's a random weekday and I come over, um, we'll be spending time together. And there are these moments where I just stop and I just I just kind of stare at her, <laughs> which she always is like, wait, what are you doing? Uh, and I'm just like, I'm just appreciating you, you know, because I want to soak in and appreciate every moment I get with her. You know, and sure, there are moments where I annoy the heck out of her or vice versa or something, but at the end of the day, I appreciate her more than anything. And getting those those moments where I get to sit there and look at her and appreciate her existence, appreciate her friendship with me, appreciate the fact that she chose to spend time with me, those moments are the most special for me. Um, And we have, you know, we'll be sitting there on the couch we'll be watching a show together or a movie or you know oh this is this is so great so sh- so I'm I'm really big into um video games and specifically one of my favorite games of all time and my favorite game of this past console generation is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt that game in my opinion is superior to pretty much any other game of last generation Um, And it's one of my all-time favorite video games. Um, That being said, Jennifer had never really heard of it or played it or any of that stuff. But she kind of grew up watching her sister play Xbox. And she now has an Xbox because she enjoys playing open-world RPG-style games like Skyrim. Um, Well, she decided to go to GameStop one day and she picked up a copy of Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. And like the ecstasy on my face, the happiness, the joy was like, oh my God, she gets to experience this thing that I love so much. So it's such a special feeling when she tells me about how much she enjoys it or how much she's enjoying the like expansion she just finished or how much you know she enjoyed this scene or that story plot line. Or like the the gameplay mechanics or the Gwent card game. Oh, I could go on. I'm just, it gives me such ecstasy to just know that she's enjoying something that I am so adamantly invested in. I, I can fanboy about that and I just, I have to, I have to <laughs> calm down because it, it can, I can get a little bit much, you know, but it just makes me so happy. That she shares that medium with me and that interest, and not in the same capacity. I'm obviously a much larger gamer. She's a very she doesn't own even a fraction of the games I own. She owns, you know, maybe a handful of games, but she's not, you know, as big into the whole gaming scene as I am. So it's acceptable and understanding. And I don't want us to have a hundred percent compatibility and a hundred percent of our areas of interest. Um, So it's just wonderful that she likes some of the things I enjoy, and she can also enjoy what I'm doing by watching, and that just makes me the happiest person. I'm really, really, really excited. I'm really excited, guys. Um, The end of the year, at some point, um, at the end of my lease, I'll be moving in with Jennifer, and I am so excited about that because I'll finally get to see her reactions to me playing video games and like talking to my brother on chat party and, and kind of seeing how that dynamic works with us together because as for right now, I'm really there on like every you know every weekend or every other weekend depending on my situation or her situation and what we have going on and, and a few times during the week I'll come over but of course with this whole work from home situation I really kind of just stay at home during the week when I'm working so it's more convenient for both of us. Um, but it's going to be so exciting, guys, to kind of get to live in that and be like, hey, so, you know, it's like a Tuesday night. I'm going to play, I don't know, Tomb Raider. I'm playing Tomb Rise of the Tomb Raider right now. Um, I'm about three-quarters of the way through that campaign. It's really exciting. It's really fun. I'm excited for her to, you know, be, you know, maybe coming upstairs from playing her game or doing, you know, something of her own and kind of seeing me play that and, you know, reacting to it or talking to me casually and just having those small moments, right? Where I can appreciate her and appreciate what I'm doing at the same time. I'm just so excited for that. So I'm just, I'm thinking the second quarter of my life is definitely getting better. Um, But it's interesting to think that, well, if we're on a timetable, and let's say hypothetically, I have 80 years of existence, right? So I've used 28 of those years, right? So if you you know do some of the math there, 80 minus 28 is going to be 52. So, I have a good 52 years left, right? So, let's say I move in and we're together for, you know, a couple years before we know we take that next step of commitment. Then I'm going to have, you know, let's say it's 2 years to round it off to 50. I'll have 50 years, right? 50 good years. That's amazing. That is amazing. Everybody is always oh here's a side oh here's a side piece right here. All right, I apologize for the tangent I'm about to take, but it has to be said. Everybody is rushing through life right now. Have you noticed that? It just it bothers me. People are like, I need to live as much of my life in as small of amount of time as absolutely humanly possible when in fact that is that is that you, do the opposite of that relish every second but do not rush every second we're in a world of social media where you'd rather take a photo of a memory than just live in the memory and let it exist between you and the person or people you're with everybody has to get a photo to validate their existence look at what i did this weekend look at what i did you know, this night or this day, or look who I went to this with, or look who I met here. It's too much. It's too much. Like, if we can be honest, and we can go down to the root source of it all, technology, while being our greatest asset, and I've said this in a previous podcast, is also our greatest demise. Like, I'm regurgitating what a lot of other people have said, and I'm definitely doing doing that to what I've said previously in, you know, old podcast episodes, but it's so true. And I have to just drill it home by saying, you need to just enjoy every moment you can. There are going to be moments to get away from you. There are moments to get away from me. There are moments that will still continue to get away from me but i'm going to try to do my thing my way in my life and yes there are moments where i want to take a picture i want to save a moment in time and capture it and share it but i'm not doing that for the likes or the comments or the clicks of my friends and family i could care less if my family gets to see all of my you know pictures with my relationship and my friends, and I don't share all that stuff on Facebook or Instagram or or Twitter, you know? I don't. I have a lot of photos on my phone that nobody has seen but me, or, you know, maybe the person I was with in the photo, you know, or people I was with. There are memories in my phone that only a select few know about, and that's not because I'm hoarding it for myself, And I don't want to share it. It's just because I don't want to put every little thing out there. We were given a gift by our existence on this planet. We didn't have to exist. But we were chosen. We were given this life on purpose. And I don't want to lose some of you here. You may not agree with that. But I believe... Everybody who exists or has existed, that was on purpose. And I think that if we're here on purpose, we should live with intention and direction. You don't have to know the whole roadmap. Nobody does. But knowing a direction to go is a start. I'm working at my job right now, doing really good. My direction, my goal, is to get promoted. Is to make some more money. Is to get a good evaluation. And then I've planned out as far as the end of the year when I move in with my girlfriend, right? My goal is to end my lease, move in with her. And then next year, my goal is to pay off the rest of my debt and my you know, money owed for my sleep apnea costs and my credit cards and stuff. And then my goal after that is to save money so that I can invest in my future. Because I want to have every chance I can to make a memory or to make a moment. I want to be able to do that. I don't want to be restricted. And, I mean, honestly, this is a real situation for a lot of people in America, but money just keeps you from doing some of the things you want to do. It'll, it'll, it'll block the door, right? You, you see an open door in front of you until you start getting closer to it, and you realize there's, like, that invisible wall in the doorframe, right? It's a monetary flag. And you can't get through without paying a toll. And let me tell you what, a lot of tolls are expensive. So, I have goals as far as paying off my debts, saving up some money, moving in with my girlfriend at the end of the year, and enjoying every moment from now until then. And when I get to that point, when I get to next year, when I get to spring 2022, I'll make new goals. I'll adjust what's going on based on the situation, and I'll go from there. I've, I've been smart about my money, or I've tried to be, right? So I do live paycheck to paycheck, but I make a budget, and I follow that budget very closely. And life happens, trust me, it happened on my last paycheck most recently, and it was very upsetting and annoying and agitating when things go a little left field. And not everybody has a savings account to pull from, Lucky for me, I have um, a little bit of assistance there, because I have been smart enough in you know, to put that in my budget to be like, "Hey, even if you have 30, 40 bucks extra in your budget, throw that in savings, you know Because 30, 40 bucks here and there from this paycheck from that paycheck will add up to something, maybe not a lot. Maybe you want to have, you know four digits in the bank, you know some zeros in there but you just can't get there. You will if you keep working hard, all right? They say hard work pays off, and I absolutely agree with that. You know, depending on the situation, depending on the scenario, I say it works, right? You are capable of all the success of the next person. I didn't have that mindset for the longest time. Like I said a minute ago, I was coasting through life on autopilot, and I was going through the motions, and I wasn't really committed to making the types of decisions that were best for me. I was like, I'm going to die anyway and move on. So what's the point of of all this shenanigans in between, right? Nobody wants that, nobody needs that, and I certainly didn't give myself enough value to feel like I was worth putting forth any effort for myself or for others. And now I'm in a mindset and, oh, See, guys, I'm chock full of examples of my girlfriend. Here's another one. My girlfriend was talking to me one night. We were having a real talk. Like, it got serious. And I appreciate that we can have those types of deep conversations because it makes me feel connected and closer to her when we do that. Um, She was talking about how she was raised with the mindset, if you want to do it, you can. Like That's it. That's the blanket statement right there. If you want to do it, you can. You are capable of... Of anything, When you're a kid and you hear that over and over again and you're supported and loved in the way that you should be or need to be, absolutely that's going to stick with you into your adult life. You're going to feel like, I can do anything, I'm capable of anything, I may try something and fail, but I will know that I tried it first because I will always have that positive mindset of not giving up unless I know it's not something I'm personally interested in. And I grew up with a very different mindset. My parents, as much as they tried, did not do a very good job raising me. They, um, Well, my dad, other than being physically, not physically, I'm sorry, verbally abusive, um, he screamed at me all the time, yelled at me all the time. And on top of telling me all kinds of stuff about me being worthless, he told me, he threw the Bible at me, right? And he was talking about how God was judging me and God and you know It's just not something you want to grow up in. you know. He was very verbally abusive. I want to clarify that. He was verbally abusive. I mean, he's passed away, so it really doesn't matter if he was physically abusive. But he was not. Um, he was mostly verbally abusive. And he just yelled at me and he yelled at me and he yelled at my sister. And it was just not a good environment to grow up in. So I have a lot of walls and, and issues with trusting people because of that. Um, that's why I give them the benefit of the doubt still and say that people are worth trusting because even though I have those doubts and I have those worries, I know that they're, they're not right to feel. So I try to disregard that as best I can and trust people, but I get burned a lot too. So I've had life experiences with friends and relationships where I got burned for trusting them and it just gets harder and harder and harder to do that. The more that happens to you. Um, Which, like I said earlier, I'm going to talk to a professional about that uh, hopefully soon. Um, But uh, I digress. I kind of feel like... um, You know, my point being, Jennifer has been telling me um, I'm capable of anything. I can do anything. She wants me to try anything I think I can do and give it a shot. And she's very supportive. And... That's, honest to God, started to rub off on me. And I've kind of evolved into another person who loves himself a little more and trusts himself and trusts others a little more and is okay with trying new things because of her support and reinforcing that positive mindset over my own negative mindset. She knows that I still look in the mirror and disagree with what I see and verbally tell myself all kinds of nasty things. And she knows that it's going to be a long process before I get to a place where I stop doing that, where I don't talk to myself and argue back with myself. But she loves me enough to reinforce those positive things because it has rubbed off and i've caught myself more than once now been like wait a minute i shouldn't be feeling this way i shouldn't be talking this way to myself i should not try something because i'm scared i should not try something because i'm afraid of failure and that's thanks to her positive influence this whole podcast it's me just praising my girlfriend <laughs> like literally I'm, I'm i'm giving you a lot of examples there. that just tells you the kind of person she is she's amazing She's an amazing, wonderful woman, and I'm blessed and better because of her. I would have been a Joe nobody, still coasting, if I had never met her, and I thank God every night. Like I said previously, again, I'm repeating myself, I am so thankful that I met her and that she chose to be my friend. When really, we were just crossing paths because of two independent jobs, kind of Meeting at the crossroads there, and she decided to extend a, a hand of friendship, and I just appreciate that, guys. I've gone completely off topic, and we've we've rambled on now for about a half hour. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up by saying one quick closure, or closer. If you're like me and you're listening to this podcast and you're at least in your 20s. you're in the second quarter of your life. Take advantage of every moment, every opportunity. Pretty much, if you've seen that movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey, pretty much do that. Just stop saying no to everything, or to things that scare you, or frighten you, or that you, you may you know, not feel like you can overcome. Start saying yes. Not to everything like that movie was a little extreme, but that got the point across. Say yes to things that you know will challenge you as a person that may build your character, that may help you grow as a person in some way. Just don't be afraid. If you're younger than 20 and you're listening to this podcast, this is my advice to you. Especially if you're still in school. Please don't let your situation affect your future in your present. And what I mean by that is, I went through school not caring. I had such a low GPA, I'm surprised I even graduated. Like, I probably had one of the lowest possible grade point averages you could graduate high school with. I had a lot of D's. I had some C's. I don't think I even had one A in any class. Even my best topic, which was English, I think I had a B. Which to me was good enough. I didn't have the kind of mindset because of my um, childhood and growing up, my situation. I let that affect my, my mind. I let that affect my situation. I felt like because I'm here and I can't change, that's it. It's game over. The game started at a handicap and I just cannot get out of this deficit. Don't ever, ever feel that way. All right? Take it from me who had to go through some shit to tell you, you are enough. Enough. I don't care what anybody says. You are enough. And you are loved. You are cared for. And it will get better, even if it feels like it does not. And you're in this moment and you're, you know, breaking down. There are several nights where I cried myself to sleep because I was just so unhappy with my situation. I don't, I don't even think I... Shared this with my girlfriend. Not that I'm hiding it, just that it hasn't come up. Um, I I spent several nights where I was just hugging my cat, right, my only real friend in the world, and I would fall asleep crying because I felt so unhappy. Like this was just too much. That God gave me this overbearing load that I cannot handle. But I overcame that. I'm in a completely different situation now. A whole decade later, I look back at my life, and I think, that was hard. But I am so thankful that I'm where I am now. And I'm going to use my story to make, hopefully, at least one other person's life better that's all I want (laughs) more than anything else I just want to share my story and improve one person's life you know my existence is intentional so I will intentionally use all the bad in my life to hopefully make some good in somebody else's cause like I said time changes never Time changes never. It's not a proper sentence, okay? I get that. (laughs) But it it, it gets the point across because you're going to remember it. Time changes never. And it will always go forward. So all you can do is impact that with the present. That's what I would say to anybody who's younger than 20. listening to my podcast. I want you to know that it will get better. And I know it's a cliche, and it said a lot, and it doesn't help your situation, but it doesn't make it any less true. And to anybody who's in their third quarter, 40 and older, and you're listening to a 28-year-old guy <laughs> talking on a podcast, hey, I applaud you. Maybe your kid or a friend of yours recommended you, recommended me, rather, to, to you to listen to. And hey, what's good? I don't have any advice for somebody older than me because quite frankly, I should be getting advice from them. Um, You're probably living a lot more life than me. You're probably wiser. And I always listen to my elders because I was raised to respect them for one. And two, they know a lot of stuff that you don't know. So um, every single person older than you, you you should respect them and get any advice you can from them. That's why I love these um, talk shows or podcasts even um, where it's just, real talk, you know, life conversations, you know, you learn so much. I may not be book smart. That's why I didn't finish college. I'm not very book smart, but I'm I'm very interested in learning. I'm very interested in in expanding what I know. I'm very open-minded to a lot of things, you know? The only thing that I'm closed-minded to is the idea of being closed-minded. <laughs> that's that's about what sums it up. But guys, I'm going to I'm going to wrap up the podcast. That was a big closer, but I wanted to get that point out there and I really really wanted to drive it home that we're in the second quarter of our lives if we're older than 20, we're in the second half almost. All right? We're we' That timer's running down, half times about to happen. All right? And it's happening pretty quick. You know that meme people keep sharing of, I think it's Bear Grylls, and there's a tornado in the background, and it says kids in the 1990s, uh, their 30s are coming up. Dude, it's coming up fast, okay? I can't believe I'm 28 years old. 28? Gosh, dang. That's so, that's so, I always not say old, but it's so wild to think that I've lived for so long. And I have a brother who's 10 years older than me, so he's you know 38, he's about to be 40, and I'm just like, my big bro is about to hit the second half, right? And I wanna make sure I get as much time as I can with him. You know what I wanna, I'm on a tangent again, I'm sorry guys, I'm on a tangent again. You wanna know why I'm trying to get my finances in order so I can save up money and stuff? It's because I have a brother who lives in Arkansas and a brother who lives in in Oklahoma, right? And I'm I'm those look to two brothers. I have three brothers. Those are the two brothers I'm closest to, right? And I like to see them more than just Christmas, more than just like a family reunion or like a nephew's birthday. So to do that, you want need vacation time. My job offers me. You know that, and I'm very thankful and appreciative of what I have with that. And the second thing you need is money, right? Gas money. You know, you're going to spend the weekend, you're going to spend money on food, you're going to spend money on all this stuff. I want to be able to do stuff. You know, not just go visit them and hang out, but like do stuff. Like go to a concert, go to a live event, go to a festival. You know, I want to be able to be the kind of brother who can be like, hey, I got you. I got you, and right now i'm I'm more the I'm more just in like the mode of just paying things off and trying to get to the point where I can save up. See, I'm very goal oriented and maybe that doesn't work for everybody, but it it has worked very well for me because I know that my goals as I have evolved them are more realistic and less outlandish. Any goal that I make can be accomplished within the next two years. I never plan out goals longer than two years. I plan out ideas for goals or concepts for goals, but I never concretely have, like, this is going to happen, I'm going to do this, because you're only going to set yourself up for failure. You want to know something funny, guys? I have a book, a little black, you know, notebook that I make my my financial budget in. When I get paid every, every two weeks, I make a budget. And one of the things that I do is I make sure I put on one side my debts and the other side my budget. I make sure everything is outlined. I put my savings on there and put how it fluctuated. Now, what I like to do is put goals on there as well sometimes. Just to remind myself why I'm doing this, you know? And every now and again, I might pull out cash from the ATM. Just to stick it in my, you know, sock drawer. And I'll never see that money again unless it's an emergency. Because that way, I'll forget that money is there. And I would like to use that money to see my family. You know, to see my friends. To go see things in the world beyond Missouri. Missouri beyond Kansas. Honestly, beyond the Midwest. You know, I've never been to Colorado. Would love to go. I've never been to California. Would love to go. I've never been to, you know, a lot of places. My sister was born in Ohio. Fun fact, uh, we moved to Missouri like when she was one or two or something like that. Um, But I was born in Missouri and she was born in Ohio. I've never been to Ohio since I left. Not that there's anything in Ohio particularly that I want to go do or see. Um, I'd have to be, you know, playing that out. But just the fact that I, I I could go and I haven't. You know, it's more that. I just want to experience life. God forbid I get some money in my pocket and I can go across, you know, the country. I can go to Europe. I can go to Japan. Places I want to go that I can't afford to go to. Let me just say one more time time slows down for nobody. But with enough hard work, hey, you never know what's possible. I love you guys. I'm thankful for everybody who listens to my podcast, who listens to my rambles, who listens to my talks. Uh, This has been (laughs) Fat Love Talk, TED Talk. I really went on a tangent there guys I'm so sorry but I really really do want to drive home that I am thankful as heck for every single person that listens and supports my podcast it's been a wild ride if you've been here from the beginning you've probably been very confused why I haven't been doing uh, a video game podcast for a while because my episodes have not been at all related to video games except for my like activist and Blizzard podcast which wasn't even so much as video game related as it was uh, video game news related so I've been experimenting, guys, trying some new formats and some new things. And this was one of them. If you guys have not seen Heart to Heart, it's on Peacock TV. Every episode is free. It's amazing. Um, the one that I'm talking about is the Bryan Cranston episode. There's a really good John Travolta episode after that. I'm just really in, like, interested in hearing other people's perspectives, mindsets, and especially the mindsets of successful people and where they came from and how they got to where they were. I don't want to be an actor. I don't want to be, you know, one of those people in the big screen celebrity wise, but what I do want to be is successful and happy and content with what I'm doing and making enough to support myself and my future family, right? So every day is a journey. And now that I've really come to grips with the fact that I'm in the second quarter of my life, let's kind of see what happens. Nothing but love, guys. You know where to find me on social media. If you do not, you can always reach out to me. Um, and I'm happy to um, reach out to you when I'm free and available. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast for a tech, guys. Again, nothing but love on my end, guys. Take care. Peace.